Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hayward, transition three, no good. Rudy with a follow. Hide the women and children. He's coming high and hard. Utah up by 12, 59-47. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 14th of November, back from an East Coast trip that was super successful with fun stories to tell about veterans and rookies. We'll look at the Memphis game, look league-wide, and give you some other notes from the road trip. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked On Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Glad to have you with us. This is Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This started four or five years ago, me having a cup of coffee each morning uh, with you. You having whatever you have in the morning and tuning in, grabbing the show. You're welcome to grab it whenever and wherever you wish to, uh, of course, you're welcome to, you know, grab it at lunch or in the afternoon or whatever, but we try to get it out for you sometime in the morning so that you can just, you know, jump on, grab it, and get the latest on the Utah Jazz. Uh, if you're interested, we have the whole podcast network called the Locked On Podcast Network, and there are a bunch of great shows around. Mem- Peter Edmondson does the Memphis Grizzlies show. It's terrific. I'd suggest checking it out today. And then each day we have our NFL and NBA pod of the day, and there's a lot to choose from in the NFL after a wacky, crazy weekend. And Matt Williamson does a super job on Locked On NFL each and every day. So uh, that's where we stand, and uh, that's what our plan is for today. Today's show is brought to you by... Uh, our friends at SeatGeek, promo code LOJAZZ, gets you a $20 rebate on your tickets at SeatGeek. And My Simply Smarter does a great job uh, helping kids brain build smarter uh, and do some uh, brain building with an online program three to times a week, short online customized programs uh, at mysimplysmarter.com. Uh, we'll tell you more about it as we get going. All right, let's let's hit to our pins across the world. We open every single uh, show along the way with this. This is our little community element. We check in and see where you are, where you're listening from, and uh, what your story is and how you became a jazz fan. And We're going to do Emmett Robbins today. He puts a pin in Farmington, Utah, right next to ex-Utah Jazz President Randy Rigby. Big celebration coming up for Randy. He was a good president, great guy, excellent neighbor, and one of my biggest mentors in my life, I would add. Uh, I grew up in Utah and have fond memories of listening to Hot Rod in the car while my dad uh, waited for the last second before going into See Empire Strikes Back on more than one occasion. When I worked shifts for a few years, swing shifts for a few years, I recorded games on VHS tape, watching them when I got home until 4 or 5 in the morning. To this day, I still record games and try to avoid scores, uh, turning a two-and-a-half-hour game into an hour. It was... Uh, it has spoiled me. I find live sports to be slow, too slow to watch now. I was at Utah State when the Jazz made it to the NBA Finals. I had one of the biggest 40-plus-year-old fans that wasn't on an LDS mission that missed the John Stockton shot in Houston. 
Wait a sec. I was at Utah State when the Jazz made the NBA Finals. I have to be one of the biggest 40-plus-year-old fans that wasn't on an LDS mission that missed John Stockton's shot. I think he's going to tell us why. Maybe not. I was sure the Jazz were going to lose game six as the home team had won the previous five, so I went on a blind date. It was not a great date. The only thing I remember is the girl swallowed her brand-new tongue ring during dinner. I was happy the Jazz won, but I would have loved to have seen it live, and I'm reminded of this poor decision every time I see or hear John's shot. But the biggest shot in franchise history, it comes up a lot more than you would think. She she swallowed her tongue ring. So did the Houston Rockets. Uh, I've listened to you from the beginning and love the level of detail, Jazz passion. Uh, You make me a smarter fan. Keep feeding Jazz Nation. Thank you, Emmett. That was great. I was like lost, didn't know where I was going, screwed up reading it, and then he drops that line in there. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day. Uh, the tip-off story of the day is uh, some stories of veterans and youngsters. Four-in-one road trip. I'm not going to talk about the games yet. So on the plane, we have a new plane. It's really, really cool. It got a bunch of space. Awesome. Joel Ballenboy sits in front of of Joe Johnson. And he sits there on every plane with his iPhone, old iPhone, watching movies. And Joe Johnson is sitting behind him, looking at him going like, son, how do you possibly see what you're watching on that little tiny screen? And remember, these guys haven't had a check yet. So Joel Ballenboy is still living on whatever he had in college or maybe an advance from his agent to, to pay the bills. And, uh, you know, they, their first check comes here probably, you know, tomorrow maybe. Uh, and so Joe's looking at him every day of the plane while this is going on the plane. So we get to Orlando and Joe immediately goes to the front desk and gets a big box and, the box is one of the huge iPad Pros, and he gives it to Joel Ballenboy and says, Here, Rook, now you can watch movies. So kind of a cool story about the veteran there. When we're in Charlotte, uh, George Hill, we have day off in Charlotte, and George Hill takes Joel Ballenboy, a little rookie hazing here uh, with a great ending, to uh, the Louis Vuitton store to get a bag. And the NBA guys, if you aren't aware of this, the bag's a big deal. Watches and bags are kind of the two kind of status clothing symbols that are out there in in the culture of the league. Like, these guys have multi-thousand dollar bags that are fabulously gorgeous. Which, to me and you, is outrageous. But the minute you're making, you know, a few million, it's not. So, uh, just if if your first reaction was aghast, you know. You can just realize that we're on a diff. We're not quite doing the same thing they're doing every day. So they they go there and and George walks through and Joel's like I, I can't buy anything here George I mean I gotta pay rent and I, I can't buy anything here I, I can't do it and George's like you're an NBA player I gotta get you one of these bags you know which one they find it they find one and Joel's like no I mean I can't do it today and I guess Joel who's a really sweet kid and does have a little little kind of – he has this very big confidence when you talk to him, when I've interviewed him, and then the more you're around him, there's definitely this kind of there's – there's a sweetness to him and a, and a, a rookie second-round draft pick wondering if he belongs kind of element to everything that's going on. And so uh, George is like, no, man, I mean, we're an NBA. you got to look apart. you got to have the bag. And they're going through it, and I guess at one point – Joel takes off his – and George's like, come on, put out your card. Let's go. And they're in the store for 
George said for like an hour. And at one point, Joel takes off his sweatshirt and he's like just sweating through his shirt. And George is like, oh, gosh. All right. So George, who had planned this the entire time, then takes the bag, buys it and gives it to Joel as his gift. And so Joel Ballenboy, on his first road trip, may have only gotten two minutes of playing time, but he got a brand new Louis V bag and a uh, brand new iPad from the veterans. Kind of a cool story about the little inner workings of how the NBA works and the things that go on uh, amongst his team. And frankly, that's something a little new. That's where we have these veterans and this kind of stuff going on that we have not had uh, in the past. So it's a good kind of symbolic uh, story there to where we're different than we were you know, in years past and things are, are a little different uh, than they were. All right, let's uh, – we'll get to the road trip. I just thought I – th- I thought those were the kind of fun stories of the trip. Uh, today's show is brought to you by My Simply Smarter. My Simply Smarter was established – or the company, the National Association for Child Development, was established in 1979. So 37 years of understanding how brains work, how to improve the brain of every child and every individual. It's an international company out of Ogden, Utah, so local people you're supporting. And what they do is they have an online program that you can work 10 to 20 minutes a session – three sessions a week that will help your child become better students, better athletes, better learners, uh, and basically they customize it to work in the areas where there are some deficiencies to allow them uh, to maximize what they're able to do with their brain. No different than a training center for an athlete. My daughter as an athlete, is a golfer and a softball player. Her right side's way too strong right now. So what do we do? We work on her left side. So is it visual skills? Is it, you know, memory skills? Is it executive function? Whatever it might be, those are the areas in which they customize this personalized exercises to help build a strong foundation for learning. And they can then help you ability to focus, process, retain, and analyze information better. Who Who's best for it? If your child has some learning challenges, most definitely My Simply Smarter is a great answer. If it's a typical kid you think can reach a higher potential, great answer for you. And if it's a student athlete, that they've done a lot with Weber State with student athletes to help them understand how to process information better. Check it out at MySimplySmarter.com. With the promo code LOCK, they'll give you 20% off for life. Pretty cool uh, offer there. And there's an Really cool emails that come to you, so if a dad, you're involved with everything that's going on, uh, you'll know. They have seven-day free trial, mysimplysmarter.com. The other choice, Laird, uh, who runs the program and is, you know, he and his family have been long involved as dads, uh, the kind of, I think, the founder of the whole NACD, says you're welcome to email him with questions if you still feel a little confused. Laird at NACD.org. Laird at NACD.org. That's My Simply Smarter. All right, what a road trip. I mean, what a road trip to be four and one on that trip. Uh, and it was never the opponents that were going to be difficult to start that trip. It was going to be the outside stuff, the 10 a.m. start in New York, the back to back in Philadelphia, uh, the back to back in Miami, the five games in seven nights. And then to get hit by injuries really makes it even more difficult. By the end of that road trip, when George Hill hasn't played four games, you've got other guys have suddenly covered 120 minutes of of George Hill, when you you suddenly have uh, Gordon Hayward, fortunately was able to play. When Derek Favors misses, you got guys who are covering thirty minutes. When you're not only tired, but you've got other guys who are pushing you further to make it more tired. They finished that, excuse me, that blowout over Miami without four of our ten rotation players. Uh, so just a terrific trip, and we began to see against inferior defensive teams 
lockdown defensive performances. Now, last year the Jazz defense wasn't great against really good offenses. Uh, John Schumann had that in his uh, one, you know, uh, one team, one stat preseason prediction. So it'll be interesting to keep an eye on as the season goes on whether or not. Uh, the Jazz are able to to do that as they play some of the better teams, and you know what? Maybe you're not. Maybe it's be- good offenses beat good defenses, but you're seeing the Jazz suddenly clamp down. They're now the fifth-rated defensive team in the league. Remember last year we were seventh, so this is a little better than we were um, at any point last year. Our defensive rating has dropped under a hundred, which is kind of the magic elite number. The Clippers are just unbelievable right now. Than the Hawks, the Hornets, and the Jazz. So you're seeing, you know, that's who we're going to be. Uh, clamp that game down. You saw us take teams that wanted to play fast and make them play slow. Uh, really, and then the depth. The depth on this roster to be able to handle those injuries, play that many games in a row, and be able uh, to, I thought, give really strong efforts. The second quarter is a little bit of a bug, but the the injuries have left the Quinn's rotation with a gap in the second quarter, and it's showing up a little bit. Right now, the Jazz are 28th in the league offensively in the second quarters of games. It's the, the end of the first, beginning of the second, is a little bit of a tough uh, aspect uh, for the Jazz right now uh, in how they're playing. But, you know, really, you're, they're in all the four factors, they're top ten in almost everything other than offensive rebounding and defensive turnovers. That Those both may be by choice. We're not offensive rebounding at all, but I'm beginning to think that that might be a new choice by Quinn uh, to not offensive rebound. Uh, Gordon Hayward individually just looks terrific. Just looks terrific. Uh, you know, he's typical to Gordon. I uh, wandered over to him at one point and just told him to look great and enjoyed watching him right now. And it's been fun to watch his development, how strong he is. Because I can't hit a pull-up three if my life depends on it. And he can't. So shooting 25% from three, and he's pounding out 24 points a game right now. What happens when Gordon suddenly starts to hit the three? I mean, if he just hits last year's 34% mark, uh, all of a sudden... Uh, you know, all of a sudden there he's he's rolling at, at even a higher level. He looks he looks incredible. If he's if he's this good, it changes who we are. And Rodney's doing exactly what you'd want. Both Rodney and Rudy. When I when we talked about what I thought would make the team great, and when I said great at the beginning of the year, I meant competing for one of the top three spots, moving into the fifty plus win total. The two things that I said were that that Rodney Hood looks like a different player. In his third year, second year as a starter, and Rudy Gobert is a starter. Remember, I was on—I don't know if you listened to Dunked on Basketball, Basketball Preview—but Nate Duncan really tried to felt that disagreed and refuted my idea that the second time someone does something, they're better at it than the first time, which I strongly believe in kind of how I see the game. And here you have Rodney doing really what I feel like is exactly that. And uh, Rodney's. You know, 19 points, 22 points, 18 points, 18 points, 18 points, 20 points, 13 points, 17 points. He's only had one bad shooting night all year. His free throw levels aren't up quite to what I was hoping for. His rebounding numbers are, though. If his body can hold up throughout the season, it does seem like every night he gets nicked a little bit, so it'll wear down. Uh, He looks like a completely 
different player uh, than who he was a year ago. Uh, basketball reference has something called a game score. He's been over 10 every game. It's not uh, of uh, recently. It's not that like, that mat- number matters. It's more just a sign of the consistency uh, to who he is. And Rudy Gobert has been brilliant. And Rudy Gobert, the, the new stat screen assist that they keep, uh, Rudy Gobert is leading the league in screen assists. And that is a screen that leads to a basket. And you know what? That matters. And he's number one in the league. The other night he had nine in a game when the league average is about five and a half. So for him to have nine in a game is uh, is a really big number. And you start thinking that's two points each and every time because he's setting uh, great screens. He's been a little bit of foul trouble throughout, and he'll have to he'll work on that. He's averaging three point six fouls a game right now, which is awfully high. But if you look at him, he's suddenly up to sixty percent shooting. His um, free throw shootings at 61%. I've always said if he stayed over 60, nobody care. And his overall presence on the game is just mammoth. I, I don't know if, you know, you look at his box score, and I'm not sure that you would say, oh, look at him, he's any different. But if you're watching him play, I, I think unquestionably you can see uh, really in super, super work on what he's doing, the amount of shots he's affecting, the what impact he's having on the rim. Uh, I don't know if I have... Uh, I might have this up. Jazz opponents are shooting 54% in the restricted area against the Jazz uh, this year, which is the second uh, lowest in the NBA in the paint non-restricted area. This is where Rudy actually seems to have a really big impact. Teams are shooting 33%, which is the third best in the NBA. Dallas uh, and New Orleans are a little are better there. Those things will will have to just. By the way, opponents are shooting 48% against the Jazz in the mid-range. Um, and uh, that's just non not sustainable. Uh, the cool thing there is that 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 can't continue. That that uh, when at some point uh, teams will uh, will have a hard time uh, keeping that along the way. And by the way, rim protection I looked at uh, last night. Rudy is. Zaza Pachulia is the worst. Rudy is the fourth best. Greg Monroe, Mike Muscola, and Brock and Brooke Lopez uh, are better. So that's where the Jazz stand right now. If you're looking to uh, maybe head out to Colorado to watch a certain football game or head to an NBA game, you're on the road and you want to see the Jazz, the way to do it is with SeatGeek. Use the promo code LOJAZZ and you get $20 back uh, sent to you as a rebate for uh, – using the SeatGeek app on your first purchase. SeatGeek's great because they compile all of the tickets from everywhere else around so you don't have to go search multiple places. Then they give you a ticket score on each and every one of those tickets so that you know which ticket is the best value. You know, all right, I want to be lower bowl, but I want the best value. Okay, cool. Then I grab this one. And it really takes away all the searching, all the extra work, all the annoyance of buying tickets, and then it comes right to your phone. And it's secured uh, with SeatGeek's guarantee. So it's really advanced. Very easy process for you. It's kind of using modern technology to make ticket purchasing a simple process. So go to SeatGeek, download the app right now, and then when you get there, go over to settings and put in the promo code LOJAZZ. Then once you use it for the first time, 
could be a week from now, could be two, could be tomorrow, you end up with a $20 rebate check being sent to you for that. So whatever it might be, maybe it's the Warrior Jazz game coming up. Maybe you're heading to Colorado to see the Utes play. Colorado coming up. Maybe you're going to be on the road and want to see the Jazz. Go ahead, grab your SeatGeek app, and you can see which are the best tickets in the building and what are the best prices for you along the way with their unique ticket score and have a guaranteed purchase sent right to your phone. Simple, easy, it's SeatGeek. L-O Jazz is your promo code. All right, a few other notes. Uh, for you today, um, Memphis today, Memphis, another team that's struggling offensively. Both, both, both Mike Conley and Chandler Parsons are listed as questionable, um, though they haven't played in a few days, so we'll see what happens. Uh, they're 27th offensively, they're 29th shooting. Uh, they're making their hay after t- over turning over the ball if George Hill plays. We've been really good about that. Shelvin was better in the second half of games. Uh, so, uh, very, uh, very, very good kind of work in regards to uh, the Jazz trying to deal with their turnover situation. It wasn't very good last year. They're 13th in the league uh, this year. Without Conley, uh, then they're really relying on Re- Gasol, and then Randolph comes off the bench. They, they really run out of scoring pretty quickly if the Jazz can find energy. This is always a tough one. This is very similar to the Miami and the Orlando game where these guys have to kind of continually dig deep uh, and show that professionalism that they're showing so far to be able to uh, you know, have enough energy uh, out there because I think this is this is first game back is going to be awfully difficult uh, to be kind of right on top of your game and uh, as probably as detail oriented as you want to be though I thought we saw the Jazz stay with a really good focus uh, one thing I thought was really interesting league wide is if you look at the NBA standings right now in the East Cleveland Atlanta Toronto Charlotte okay that's other than Boston that's exactly as I projected Bo- Chicago's at five which I had at not eight. Boston is at six, Milwaukee's at seven, or Detroit is at eight. I had Orlando in here, which they looked good against Oklahoma City, looked terrible against everybody else. And I had Washington in here, and they better start making hay pretty soon. Their schedule gets really soft here, and they're two and seven. Suddenly I look at this, that might be the eight playoff teams. Cleveland, Atlanta, Toronto, Charlotte, those are four. I think Boston gets in there when they get healthy. Then suddenly, if Chicago were six, Milwaukee were seven, Detroit were eight, that would not surprise me at all. Brooklyn's four and five, Orlando's four and six, Indiana's four and six, along 112 points a game. They are a mess. New York is being outscored by eight points a game is a mess. Miami doesn't have the talent. Washington has too many injuries, and the Sixers are Sixers. Suddenly, really, almost by default, uh, and I, I'm just not an Indiana believer. Orlando's the only team I think that could run up there if Detroit or Milwaukee. I also think it'll be below 500 for that eighth playoff spot. Over in the West, the Clippers are brilliant right now. Their differential's 15. They're 9-1. and one. They're actually every bit as dominant as the Warriors were at this point the last two years. They are amazing. Uh, the Warriors are two for all their struggles. They're outscoring everybody by eight points a game and look great. Uh, and yet, if they're not up by 10 every game, we're like, ah, what's wrong with them? Spurs have a 5.2 differential in a rolling. Portland does not have a very good differential because that blowout loss to the Clippers. Uh, it's, then Utah's at five, tied with Portland. Oklahoma City's at six. Houston's at seven. The Lakers, who look a lot like Portland last year to me, with the with those two guard combinations of Clarkson and Lou Williams coming off the bench and Nick Young and D'Angelo Russell starting, and then they, they look a lot like the way Portland does. Uh, they're playing similar style. The floor's open. They're coming down the hill in the pick and rolls. They're shooting a lot. They're not as good as Lillard and McCollum, but they're actually deeper. Then you got Memphis, who you know is zero and three on the road. They're four and five, and I think most people think they'll make some sort of a run, but they're just struggling to score right now. 
Sacramento's four and seven. Minnesota's three and six. I think they're the team. They and the Lakers battle. Last night, Minnesota beat the Lakers 125-99. And I would guess that's the eighth playoff spot. Denver, who everybody was very excited about, just can't seem to grasp it. They're three and seven. Um, they have played seven of their ten games on the road, so probably a little misleading to who they are. I think they're better than their record. And then there's Phoenix, Dallas, and New Orleans. I don't think any of those teams are making a threat. So suddenly it looks like I look at those eight playoff teams, and depending what you think of Memphis or if Sacramento's going to be able to turn around, Sacramento has played seven of their 11 on the road. Uh, I think Minnesota and the Lakers are suddenly battling for the eighth spot. It's amazing how fast it gets to be where the teams that are going to be in their spots suddenly um, – Put their spots. The only team I would put a little question mark on is I, I think Oklahoma City is a little suspect right now. Uh, their their schedule has been crazy soft. Uh, what they're asking out of Durant is insane. Their wins are the Sixers, the Suns, the Lakers, the Clippers, which is awesome, Minnesota, which is good, and Miami. Their losses are the Warriors, Raptors, Clippers, and Magic. You know what? That's a playoff team. You win all the games you're supposed to win, and you lose the games uh, that you're not supposed to win. You actually, that's a playoff team. Uh, so I, I, and I think that's probably uh, a fair thing. But they have, you know, those, they have the one really great win against the Clippers. Coming up here will be telling because they play a bunch more games. They're supposed to win a lot of them are on the road. They have a, they have a really soft stretch here until December. Uh, when I think it tightens up on them in early December. But they played Detroit, Houston, Brooklyn, Indiana, Lakers again, Sacramento, Denver. All That's a whole road swing. Detroit, Knicks, and Washington. We'll see. Just a question whether Russell can maintain this insane, insane level. All right, that is tip. That is Locked on Jazz for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you liked the little stories that we got you from the road. Uh, it's brought to you by My Simply Smarter. Go check it out. Email Laird at L-A-I-R-D, L-A-I-R-D at N-A-C-D dot org. Or check it out at My Simply Smarter. Promo code LOCKED gives you 20% off. And the promo code L-O-JAZZ, L-O-JAZZ gets you a $20 rebate on your first purchase with SeatGeek. That is Locked On Jazz. We'll be back with you tomorrow because we bring it to you every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Napa know It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99 cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 103117.